it's your girl Kiana Tay, and you are listening to the Somewhere Between Hennessy and Holy Water podcast. Hey, y'all! <laughs> Welcome back uh, to my podcast. And if you felt my podcast, that must mean you follow me around on these internet streets. Um, most commonly, Instagram at I am Tay, And I thank you for stopping by and chilling with your girl. <laughs> I am back and <laughs> it's been a minute. It's probably not been that long, but maybe like two weeks or so since I've recorded a podcast because um Rona is out here okay <laughs> like um you guys know no matter how serious the situation is I'm gonna crack a joke however it's really um serious now because the uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 has caused us to implement social distancing, aka quarantine. So um, that was in effect for the last two weeks. I think it's been two weeks in totality so far. And (laughs) I'm just out here trying to survive Rona, okay, and it's social distancing. Um, Yeah, and it's been... (laughs) It's been a doozy, and I'm not sure if anyone listening uh, is is similar to me in the in the sense where, for me, uh, one when it first came out, you know about the coronavirus, you know, when I first heard, I was like, oh, okay, it's like a regular virus, you know, cool. We done seen viruses and flus and all kinds of stuff before, and I have my own thoughts on like vaccinations and all kinds of stuff, right? But I'm going to keep that <laughs> for a later date. Um, so I didn't really take it, I won't say take it serious, but um, I understood the severity of it as um, we continued on, you know, even if I think that some of the numbers are rigged, that's neither here nor there. Um, I feel like we got to let it do its thing and get back to business it started to impact like business in general. Like we've had um, retail locations, uh, stores closed down, schools are closed. So once it went to that level, I'm like, okay, this is impacting the bag now. So it has to be some kind of severity to it if it's impacting how people make money, um, our educational system and all that stuff. So, um, hence, while we have social distancing to flatten the curve, and <laughs> man, two weeks in, and I'm like, I, I could the first week. I'm like, I could do this because I'm I'm introverted. I usually be to myself anyway. I be in a house anyway. Cool. Ah ah ah. You know, I work remote. Cool. Um, and then the second week, I'm like, damn, I want to go see my godson. Like, oh, I want to go see my God kids. And I couldn't. And I'm like, oh, this shit is whack. <laughs> like, I could see him on FaceTime, but it's not the same, you know. I think that uh, it didn't hit me until, like, that 
because those are like things that I normally do and I don't think twice about it. Like I'm just going to pull up to the house and play with the kids, but I couldn't do that. So second week in was a little rough because I wanted to do that and uh, I couldn't. Uh, I got to check in on my mom's though, you know, mom's family's, you know, family's doing good, family down south, family, all my family is doing well. Um, <laughs> so that's a good thing. Um, but I'm just trying to survive this Rona situation. It's getting real tricky, I think, at this point, because one, they're telling us to limit our, <laughs> so you know us people, our our people, our folk, black folk, um, they're telling us to stay distant, right? Social distancing and staying away from each other. And I see people on Instagram, Snapchat having Corona cookouts, parties. At this point, two weeks in, I'm calling the cops. I am calling the cops on you. I I have no shame because now uh, we just got word the other day that they're extending the social distancing or quarantining until April 30th. And I'm like, I had stuff planned, like places I was going, places I was traveling. And if this rolls out too far, like I, I need to leave. I am not used to staying put this long, although I will do it to remain safe, but it's like, it's really impacting people's regular lives. So, excuse me, um, I need y'all to stay home. I need y'all to stay home. There's no quarantine cookouts. At this time, if I see somebody, more than 10 people gathered together, I am calling the cops on you. You are going to jail because I'm not playing. <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm in, you know, like when you were in school and your teacher's like, all right, everybody sit down and be quiet. And then it's like the people in the back, like three or four people that don't want to be quiet. So you sitting there waiting to go outside for recess because they won't be quiet that's how I feel like I'm sitting in the classroom waiting to go outside for recess and um people still going outside having quarantine cookout so <laughs> we'll see I will say though that I've been able to keep my brain occupied with you know social media with the memes and everything is always a way to like give humor to any situation and the memes were priceless like seeing the memes about um calling calling the rona a coronavirus rona was funny um also when they called her corona devirus is the name <laughs> first name corona last name devirus i could not so the memes have been keeping it real spicy um and it's allowing us to be entertained. But knowing black people, we always make um, tragic situations, actually. You know, we find humor in anything. You know, that's part of our survival. So I was excited about that. But I think in the first two weeks of surviving coronavirus and social distancing, I think I've went through each stage of, like, the stage of fear, panic, alignment like I, I went through every thought process because I tried to eliminate you know fear but the media they really are working diligently to push this um, narrative of like fear so I haven't turned on my tv to any channel outside of the homework channel or watching Chicago PD or Law and Order 
I refuse to watch anything else because it's really pushing this narrative of like fear. And it's not good because low-key you can slip into anxiety and depression, especially depending on who or how you're quarantining. Some people are alone. Some people are with family. And it's like your children are watching you be fearful because you know you're watching the news and they're seeing your reaction and it's just perpetuating this vibration of fear that we absolutely cannot have at this time so I, I eliminated the news completely um, but I went through the process of thinking you know you don't want to think panic but I know when I, I actually got the news about quarantine when I was flying back from Florida for work and me, my business is very mobile. I'm always on the go or at an airport. So now I've been stagnant with, luckily, by the grace of God, I'm able to do my job remotely now, which is great. Um, I can do it from home. So it's not really impacting my business. But when I got back home and I was like grocery shopping, I could see the sense of panic, like going into the stores and seeing empty shelves, it can instill fear or lack or scarcity into someone's mind because they're walking through um, supermarkets and, and department stores that they normally frequent and the shelves are empty. It perpetuates that fear, lack, um, scarcity mindset. And that can really send people into a frenzy. And that's even outside of chemtrails and all that other stuff. But it really can send people into a frenzy and I can see that. And so I'm really working diligently to keep my vibration high, like playing music in my home every day, um, making sure I'm dancing, working out, you know, keeping my energy as high as possible, meditating, uh, listening to sound therapy, all kinds of things to really keep, you know, my head in a good space because the devil be busy. And I see a lot of people, um, struggling right now and really struggling especially like when you think of like um ideally I'm in a pretty good situation um I feel like I got everything that I need I am in a good spot but you also think about your family members whom are not in that great of a spot like you think like now it's only essential workers air quote essential workers are supposed to be out um, like shout out to all the first responders, the nurses, the doctors that are working diligently to take care of everyone impacted by COVID-19. Um, but I, you have family members who they don't have jobs that they can do remotely, right? Some, some people have to go to work and those jobs and places are closing. Like people that work at gyms, the gyms are closed. Um, so now they're impacted, you know, their life is now shifted and changing because they're not getting a check. And most of the time, if you have a job that doesn't give you the ability to work remotely, you probably also have a job that doesn't have liquid or capital to pay employees, even if they're closed. So most companies are laying people off. And that's scary, especially scary for people who in a matter of a second, like their life changed. Like your kids are home from school. Now the people that had to work, now they had their kids home and now their kids are home. They have no one to watch them. They're trying to stock up the refrigerator and the kitchen for groceries so that if their kids are home, that they have food while they're at work and then work clothes. It's just a lot. And I can see how at this time, 
Uh, it can really send people into a spiral of anxiety and depression. And if you are someone who struggles with anxiety, depression, I am praying for you and I'm praying for everyone actually at this time, just to make sure that people who are impacted, not only with health, but financial impacts, that we are covered. We are covered um, because it's really a trying uh, time right now. And um, we are seeing it firsthand. And it's, it's, it's really crazy, actually. So, yeah, shit is getting real out here <laughs> with this um, coronavirus and social distancing. It's really getting real. Um, families are being impacted and it's it's definitely like, wow. And, and then you think about all the things like your life, like the things that were important like a week ago aren't important. <laughs> like I know I, I talk about like I need this to be over so I can go on vacation. But even thinking about that, it's like that's the least like that's my biggest worry It's like, God forbid, I can't travel, you know, and go somewhere when other people are like, look, I'm out of work. I can't pay my mortgage for X amount of months. You know, it's bigger than that. So the things that were important like two weeks ago are no longer important. And I think it's a temporary timeout that we all needed as a society. We needed a timeout. We needed time. You know, the positives of COVID-19 social distancing is that we're spending more time with family or some people are um, spending more time with their family, their home, um, getting things done and, uh, you know, giving your t yourself and time, mind, the ability to reset. I think that's a huge benefit is that it's providing us with the time to reset. But I'm not going to front. Like, originally when this whole thing happened, social media was running rampant with people like, you know what, let's use this time wisely. Let's be productive creators. This is where you can do this, that, and the third. Create your new content and map out your content. So when you come up out of this thing, da, da, da. And I was, I was on board. I was with it. I was like, yes, this is going to be great. We got a temporary timeout where we can collaborate, get together, and like create content and do what we need to do. But then reality set in, and it was like, I don't want to be productive because my mind is not in the space where I can't because I'm feeling these feelings that I don't, I can't be productive. Like it's like productivity over peace. It's like my mind is running 10,000 miles an hour. How can someone be productive in that mindset? So if you are creative and you are home quarantined and you haven't did shit for any of your projects, your, your side hustles or anything in the last week or two, don't feel bad. It's okay. You don't have some, some days. It's just good to say, you know what? I wash my ass today. Cause I know some people feeling like that. Like, you know what? I wash my ass today. That's an accomplishment. If that's the only accomplishment you did today, congratulations. Don't worry about being productive. Don't worry about getting, you know, content and everything like that out. Don't put that pressure on yourself because everyone is experiencing this in different ways and you do what works best for you because, whoo, the ghetto. And sidebar, let me just point this out. You know what shit got real real for me? They closed the barbershops and the hair salons. Like, now y'all dragging it. Now y'all dragging it. How y'all gonna close the nail salons, the hair salons, and the barbershops? Like, 
my hairstylist not even taking house appointments. Like, and I understand. Like, I'm, I completely understand. But it's like, so you want me to be out here with this set for like three weeks? Like, y'all dragging it. <laughs> y'all dragging it. But um, on a lighter note, some things that have been helping me get through this uh, Rona situation has been these IG battles, right? So um, Swiss Beats and Timbaland started to put together a series called Verses, and it allowed um, two influential either songwriters, producers, or artists in the culture to go back to back in like an IG live battle. Not necessarily a battle, but they play 20 hits back to back and the culture gets to decide like who's the winner. Um, but in reality, <laughs> the culture is the winner because we have a catalog of classics that can stand the test of time. Like honestly, the best one I've seen thus far um, was Jonte Austin and Neo. Whoo! songwriters okay and they went back to back 20 hits that they actually wrote and just seeing the amounts of talent that these men have and the songs that they created that shaped our childhood that shaped our middle school high school years it was like damn we really out here winning like that black that black boy joy it's, it's real serious like it was so great to watch um, the first one that I seen was Sean Garrett, super producer, um, Sean Garrett, the pen. He's a writer, actually, I think him and uh, the dream. Now, y'all know the dream. Classic. First of all, I think Sean Garrett was hot, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it, it looked like he was drinking from the afternoon. That's that's what I'm going to say. It looked like he was drinking from early. And um, when he got on the on the live, he was like making love faces to the camera and like biting his lip. It was a little bit awkward. He kept talking like in between the tracks. I was going to disqualify him for that period. And he was late to the battle. I was like, we got to start taking away points at this at this time. Take away points because he is out of control. Um, the Dream, oh my gosh, was hilarious because he was like golfing and like making faces. <laughs> it was just crazy to see. And then tonight, we just had Manny Fresh and Scott Storch, another classic battle of back-to-back hits. It was amazing just to hear the hits. Like, Scott Storch really got some heat. Like, Scott Storch has classics that stands, like, three decades. Like, I was like, oh, and you know music. When you hear a song, it immediately takes you back to where you were when you heard it, what you was doing, where you was at, the barbecues, the cookouts, the boot up situation. You know, you want to in the closet on the phone, like, oh, what's your favorite color? Yeah, it took you back all that. Yeah, that was it. Um, I love that. Also, a lot of DJs have been going live. So DJ D Nice created um, Club Quarantine, where he was like playing lots of music. Um, we also have another DJ, um, DJ Block, who is a friend of mine. He's uh, doing a DJ series as well. They were um, creating like almost like when multiple DJs go up each night. It's called the weekend warm up or the weekend warm up quarantine. And it was like a different block of DJs like for a whole night. So I remember one day it was like DJ High Fashion and DJ Block. Then I think it was um, DJ Sync. These are all like New York DJs. Um, so 
probably wouldn't know him. But anyway, um, it was awesome. And then you have some DJs doing late night sets. So the music content is really, really out here uh, for club quarantine and to get through this Rona. And I'm, I'm grateful for the music because it really helps to raise a vibration in your home, um, just get you, take you out the mindset of worrying and just like push you in the zone. So shout out to all the DJs that's really out here making a difference and using their talent to really shift the vibration during these crazy, crazy times. And outside of the DJs that are really shifting the vibration. Um, we also have the IG workout. So you have a lot of fitness professionals going online and doing virtual training sessions. And those are really dope. Um, so yeah, we've just been leveraging this whole situation and using Instagram to really find more ways to connect, which is weird because that's pretty much what social media was for anyway uh but it's just good to see so yeah shout out to the djs all the fitness professionals that are going live all the creatives that are doing their virtual speaking tours or whatever on instagram uh, making a big difference so that's been helping a lot um for me and myself, I've been staying busy with those things as well as one, I'm in um, school again. Why did I do that? <laughs> but I'm in classes at Cornell. And so I've been taking those and just trying to figure it out between work, trying to keep my mind at ease, Instagram workouts, Instagram club sessions, and online school. I'm keeping my mind uh, pretty occupied and pretty busy. So it's working in my favor. Um, but yeah, we are out here surviving this Rona, okay? And I know I was joking and talking about a lot of things on social media, but I really wanted to bring to everyone who's listening attention a few things that you can do that's preventative besides washing your damn hands, buying them gloves, and those masks. Okay. Outside of those things, I know that it's really being marketed to like wear gloves and use your mask when you're going outdoors and wash your hands. But what they're not marketing is the fact that you need to build up your immune system because this is a strand of coronavirus. It is a combination of coronavirus and SARS, I believe, and it attacks your lungs. Um, and it, it is most people that are pro prone to it have a weakened immune system. So what they really should be marketing is the ability for us to build up our immune system. And if you have not been doing that, um, these are some things that I'm doing um, that I've always been doing, but it's heightened now. Uh, one, I believe from some of the reports that I've read, uh, it mucus, if you guys don't know, mucus creates, you know, most diseases are stem from mucus, like having mucus in your system. Um, I know for me, my personal journey, I removed dairy out of my diet because I noticed that whenever I ate dairy, um, it inflamed like mucus in my body because I had, I had really bad sinuses at one point. And every time I had dairy, my sinuses would act up. Like I could feel the mucus building up in my nose. Right. And so I think it's 
sinus. <laughs> I want to call it sinusitis, but I think I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> Fuck. It's like sinusitis or some crazy shit like that. But it's pretty much that's what it is. It's a buildup of mucus in your nose, right? And that mucus stems from dairy, like the dairy that I had in my body. So I really had to remove that to make sure um, that I wasn't giving my body any reasons to have that. And that was the first thing I did when it came to my diet was remove dairy because that dairy really inflames any mucus in your body. Also, um, the what was the next thing? My brain just went somewhere else. The mucus in your body is inflamed. Also, processed foods makes um, mucus flare up in your body as well. So if you're eating um, processed foods, <clears throat> do you? Um, but just know that those things cause mucus and phlegm to build up in your body. But anyway, when it comes to building up your immune system, making sure you're taking vitamin C regularly, making sure that you have a vitamin D3, hugely important. I think it was 2,000... Uh, don't quote me, 2,000 MGs or something like that you need to have like daily serving, um, doing that, making sure you have vitamin D3, making sure you have vitamin C. Um, I'm also doing a respiratory steam, which cleanses and clears out and moistens your uh, nose and throat and lungs. So I do that with fresh fruits and vegetables. It's uh, really simple. Take some oranges, um, eucalyptus, uh, lemon, um, cinnamon stick. I think I also use ginger. You put it in boiling water and you just breathe in the steam. And this is a great way to moisten your nasal passages, your throat, your nose, all that good stuff, because you want to keep those warm and clear and clean because when exposed, if, and God forbid you are, um, you don't want to give the, you don't want to create the environment that a, a virus will want to grow in. Right. So I've been doing respiratory steams as well as my vitamin C. I also take um, NutriBurst, uh, which is a liquid vitamin um, every day that helps, you know, stimulate the immune system. But making sure that we're um, doing our due diligence, eats lots of pineapples. I buy maybe two or three pineapples, um, whole pineapples every time I go to the store. Those are another great source um, to help build up your immune system. Um, do your part. Right. Like don't sit around and wait for, you know, the government to be like, oh, here's a vaccination or here's something. Wash your hands and wear a mask and that's going to prevent it. No. How about building your immune system while you're home? So instead of sitting home and eating all them goddamn snacks that aren't doing nothing but increasing the mucus in your body, which creates the environment in which viruses would like to hibernate and, and attach to. Let's clear that up. Like, let's do our part, staying active, making sure you go outside where you can and get some sunlight, uh, working out, you know, doing all the things that will help build your immune system. Because, you know, we just trying to come out of this thing alive. Okay. Because there are people whom are really impacted and are dying. They're really dying behind this. So let's do our part to stay healthy, stay fit, keep ourselves in a positive mind state, um, building our immune systems to make sure that we could get Corona the virus the f up out of here. Okay. Um, but I ain't gonna hold y'all. I'm about to go cook because I'm hungry. And I ain't got shit else to do. Like, you know, I'm probably gonna, you know, get dressed up and go to the living room because I just been moving from like place to place. Uh 
probably do that. You know, I'm bored. So I probably put a wine glass in each room of my house and call it a wine tour uh, this weekend. I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to put a glass of red in one room, glass of white, rosé, chardonnay. And I'm going to call it a wine tour. I'm kind of just kick it. <laughs> These are the side effects of social distancing and... <laughs> Corona virus. Anyway, though, um, I thank you guys for coming through and uh, kicking it with me. And as always, thank you for listening.